can you believe that the, I can't believe it, but this is the 40th episode of the 90 plus extra time podcast. Um, <laughs> come a long way. So remember, uh, the first episode, how nervous I was actually, I mean, I still get nervous when I'm recording, but those first like five or six episodes, I was ridiculously nervous. Um, but yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, this will keep going. Hopefully, you know, episode 300, we'll be looking back at this one laughing, um, at how we didn't have any, any football to watch. Um, but like I said, I hope everybody's staying safe. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, hopefully you guys got to get out and do something. I know here in Texas, the weather was uh, ridiculously nice. When I say nice, it was really hot this weekend. We we're in like the low to mid nineties. Um, what can you say? I mean, it's Texas and it's, it's May now. So, um, congratulations everybody. We made it to May and, uh, hopefully this coronavirus thing, um, will begin to, uh, to slow down. I know some people have gone back to work. Um, I know my job, we have a plan in place for, uh, people to start, you know, getting back to the office. Um, I'm definitely, definitely ready to go back to work. I never thought I'd say that, but, um, you know, hopefully it happens soon. I know it's, it's going to take us a while to, uh, you know, to sort of get back to any semblance of normalcy. But um, at least here in Texas, like I went out this weekend, not out, but I had to do some shopping. And uh, actually, last Friday, um, I went to like CVS or whatever. And I noticed there was a lot more traffic um, when I was driving there and back home. And uh, it was pretty crazy because like I haven't seen traffic since, you know, February or whatever. So or the beginning of March. Um, and then on Saturday, there was even, you know, more traffic people um, on the highways. I don't know what they were doing, shopping or whatever, but, you know, more and more people were out because Friday was the last day of the uh, like the official lockdown here in Texas, um, well, at least in San Antonio. Uh, everybody still has to wear the face masks and, you know, maintain the social distancing. But uh, there was a lot more people out. Um, you know, I did a little bit of shopping and, uh, you know, I saw some people or not saw some people, but there were like, you know, people that were more, more people out in the stores that I went to than, uh, you know, in the previous weekends, um, there was just, there was just a lot more people out. Um, me personally though, I'm going to continue to maintain, you know, the way that I've been for the last, you know, almost two months. Uh, so I will be staying in the house, not really going out and, you know, except to, to work out, you know, go for my runs or whatever. But, um, just like that, I hope you guys are staying safe as well. Don't be in a rush to, you know, have things go back to normal. I know we're all bored and we all want to, you know, have our human contact like we did before all this happened. But just continue to keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. And, uh, you know, find a hobby. Hold on to it. Um, I hate to be, you know, some of my coworkers, they, they call me Doomsday Rob because it seems like I'm always talking about like, the worst case scenario. But, um, you know, a second wave is definitely possible so um just make sure that you guys are you know doing what you need to do to uh to be safe during this time and because uh, you know a lot more people are going to be out people that were you know getting cabin fever um so just you know continue to do what you guys are doing be safe and um you know continue listening to my podcast um i don't need anybody getting sick and uh you know just ending up in the hospital or whatever. So I want you guys to be safe and, you know, so we can enjoy the the beautiful game once it comes back. Um, hopefully it'll be, 
sooner rather than later. Of course, it'll probably be in empty stadiums, but um, you know, hopefully, we can still still enjoy that. With that being said, um, again, there's not much not much news going on. Um, I don't know if most of you guys have uh, probably seen already in the news that um, last week the Prime Minister of France said that there was there wasn't going to be any football allowed to be played in France, even behind closed doors, until September. So. Um, the professional football league in France, um, you know, which is responsible for League One and League Two, um, they decided to officially end the season. So, um, in League One, PSG has been awarded the championship, um, and they will go to the uh, or well, they'll take up the slots for the Champions League, along with Marseille and Rennes. Um, and Lille, as of right now, is going to go to the Europa League. And there's going to be two other slots for the Europa League, probably starting in Europa League qualifying, that um, are going to be determined later. Um, and it depends on whether or not you know they hold the finals for the Coupe de France and the Coupe de la Ligue. Um, but as it stands, unless there's you know some type of change, um, Amiens and Toulouse are going to be the two teams that are going to get relegated down to League Two. So in League Two, uh, FC Laurent has been crowned the champions um, and they'll be promoted along with uh, RC Lens. Um, let's see the French Football Federation they're going to decide in about three weeks uh, or actually about two weeks on the 20th um, whether or not teams are going to get relegated from League 2 down to the uh, what is it called the Camponet National um, typically you know two teams are automatically relegated and then there's a playoff from the third place team from the Campo Net National, but they're trying to decide how they're going to do that, and they'll they'll make their decision in the coming weeks because um, you know this is uncharted territory. So I know some of the other leagues that have canceled, they decided to just put uh, relegation and promotion on hold, um, which I don't you know it's not fair, but you know this whole situation is not something that um, you know anybody had any plans for in place before like nobody thought that um you know a season would just be completely halted or ended so um it's it doesn't seem fair but uh you know the other leagues are watching to see what other teams do especially in europe or excuse me what other leagues are doing um you know i've been following leads in uh in the championship you know with the hopes that they will get promoted back to the premier league um you know, just because I watched that uh, that docu series that they had on uh, Amazon Prime, which was really good, and it was narrated by Russell Crowe. I know I've mentioned that a couple times. You guys should check that out. But uh, I was kind of hoping Leeds would get back into the Premier League, you know, just to see what would happen with their owner and you know the other investors. Um, but if the Premier League doesn't come back, um, who knows if they're going to, uh, you know, have promotion or relegation? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know. You know, I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of fans. It's the same thing, you know, with Stuttgart. Like, right now, Stuttgart's in second place in the second Bundesliga. And, you know, it's an automatic promotion spot. But while the Bundesliga is trying their hardest to uh, to restart the league, there's no guarantee that they'll be able to do it. So there's there's always the possibility that the, the DFB will say, First Bundesliga, second Bundesliga, there's not going to be any promotion, there's not going to be any relegation, and then, you know, I would have to deal with Stuttgart being in the second Bundesliga for the second year in a row, 
um, you know, which wouldn't be bad. I mean, you know, it's whatever. There's there's a lot more important things in the world, but um, you know, as a supporter of a team, you don't want to see your team get screwed um, because of something like that. Especially when when they're essentially and they've been all season in a position to to gain automatic promotion or at least to be in the playoff. So hopefully it doesn't come to that. Um, but I can't really say that I would be upset if that was a decision that was made. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess we have to wait and see what happens because Spain, Italy, England, and Germany, they have not made a decision yet on um, what they're planning on doing, but it looks like they are trying their hardest to uh, have these leagues restarted. So, um in Italy, Juventus has decided to recall their players that they allowed to leave, you know, when the COVID-19 measures went into place. Um, so apparently they're going to start training today with the players that remained in the country, at least. But uh, players that, you know, return to their home country, you know, any country outside of, uh, of Italy, um, they're going to put them into a 14-day isolation when they come back. Um, before they can officially rejoin the team with training. And even, you know, that training that they are doing, they're still going to be um, observing social distancing. So it's not going to be, you know, like a full-on training. But some of those players, like uh, Higuain, he went back to Argentina. Uh, Ronaldo went to uh, Madura in Portugal, like the little islands that he that he's from. Uh, Sam Kadira went back to Germany. Chesney, I'm assuming he went back to, where's Chesney from? Poland. Um and Douglas Costa went back to Brazil. Um, so, you know, they're going to be returning to Italy. Um, probably, I'm assuming, isolating at home. And then, you know, two weeks from either today or tomorrow, um, they'll be able to uh, rejoin the team, you know, back to the training facilities and, you know, whatever else. I'm sure these players are going to have to go through medicals once they get back as well, uh, as well as, you know, other observations that the teams are going to put in place for them you know, as they prepare to, uh, to rejoin their teammates. So, and Italy, you know, they, they really are, even though they were like the hardest hit country in Europe, they're planning on restarting their league. So, and I mean, that says a lot, you know, cause financially, um, it seems like some of these teams really, really need that. Like I'm sure there, there are lower teams, lower teams in like league uh, or even the Dutch league that have already canceled their seasons or ended them, um, that are in a financial bind and, you know, Juventus is like one of the biggest teams in the world. You know, there might be a team like Sassuolo or Caligari that isn't, that really needs um, that TV money in order to uh, continue to sustain itself and its employees and staff. Um, so hopefully, you know, they find a way to do it in a, in a safe manner. Um, hey, they'd be doomsday rob, but like I said, there is going to be a, uh, there is more than likely going to be a second wave of this. And, you know, hopefully it's not not nearly as bad. And, you know, because of, you know, sport being the way that it is, it's not something that's really, truly important. And uh, uh, just hope that, that everything everything works out with that. Um, like I said, Italy was the hardest hit country in Germany, so, or excuse me, in Europe. So, uh, you know, hopefully they're not letting, you know, solely money um, push their decision. But that's, that's kind of how it seems. Um, Let's see, moving on to Spain. Um, I just read an article before I started recording that uh, Spain has, or La Liga, has every intention of completing the, the league for this season, or completing the season. <laughs> um, 
they they said right now that they're they're shooting for um, playing games next month um, in June, presumably behind um, you know closed doors. You know, I mean, watching the games on TV is great, but again, Spain was probably the second hardest hit country in um, in Europe uh, with this COVID nineteen. So you know, we'll see how that goes as well. But they they are intent on resuming the season and, and completing it. So um, I was thinking about this too. How you know, it seems like every two or three years or whatever. Um, someone is talking about or there's a document found about some of the big clubs in the big five leagues and then you know even in you know some of the other ones um like the netherlands and belgium even where they're talking about creating a european super league now you know i'm a, I'm a fan of the game love the game and i think it would be great you know to have a month where you would get to see psg play real madrid or barcelona play liverpool or um, Juventus playing, I don't know, <laughs> Arsenal or something like that constantly um, every weekend. It, w- it would be great. Um, but at the same time, those domestic leagues are going to they're gonna die. Like my, my team, the team I support, my number one team is in the second division of German football. So, you know, while Bayern Munich would go into, and maybe even Dortmund would go into a European Super League, Stuttgart would not. Now, that might make things easier for them, you know, to be in the Bundesliga and, you know, but there's not going to be the draw for players to go to a team like Stuttgart only playing in the Bundesliga when you have something like the a European Super Cup or Super League. Um, did I say Super Cup earlier? I meant Super League. Um, but with that being said, because of this whole COVID-19 thing, there's teams that are potentially, even if the leagues restart, that they may go out of business. And they may become insolvent and just disappear. So the talk of a Super League again has has resurfaced. And there's the possibility that if something like that does happen where a bunch of leagues fold, especially like in the Bundesliga or in a, you know the Italian League, that easily a Super League could just develop by default. Because, you know, let's say six teams were to, f- to fail in Syria or six teams failed in Ligue 1 or six teams failed in I don't know the Bundesliga like that it would just be crazy but that leads the uh, it leaves a door open for something like this to happen um, I recently read an article um, about FIFA trying to push the European leagues to change their scheduling or change their, their calendar so that instead of starting their seasons in August and going to May, they would be more in line with a beginning in March and ending in October, November time frame. Um, you know, because something like that would not only benefit the players because, you know, you don't have to play in, you know, late January or February or December when it's cold, um, but it would also benefit FIFA because you have the 2022 World Cup coming up, which is supposed to start in November. So I was always talking about how FIFA is going to force some of these leagues to have to change their seasons anyway in preparation for the 2022 World Cup before this COVID-19 thing happened. And now, you know, this disease is terrible. It's killed a lot of people. And I don't want to say FIFA is using it to their advantage, but they're, they're taking like 
I, I really don't even know how to say that without sounding making FIFA sound really bad. But they're using, I don't want to say they're using it to their advantage, but FIFA is taking what's going on right now and introducing potential alternatives that would ultimately benefit the scheduling of the 2022 World Cup. You know, because a lot of people are upset because it, it was bid on as a summer World Cup, then it somehow became a winter World Cup. But if FIFA got Europe to change its scheduling, it would still benefit them because those teams would be off during that time. It'd be like the summer is now and they would be able to play in the winter world cup in Qatar with no issues. So now the MLS already plays like that. Um, I'm, I think some of the other leagues in, I think the Brazilian league is like that as well. Maybe even Argentina where they start in May, February, May and or excuse me, February, March, and they go until, you know, October, November so, um, the the article that I read, you know, it stated that players would much rather play in the summer in Germany than to you know have to play. Even though the Bundesliga has its uh, its winter break, they still have to play the, like usually the last few days of January, and they're usually playing up until the middle of uh, of December, which in some parts of Germany can be pretty rough. Um, so who knows? I don't know. Maybe a lot of a lot of changes are going to come no matter what, no matter what we do. A lot of changes are going to come because of these COVID-19 um, reactions and the measures that were in place. So we're just going to have to deal with them. But uh, I think a, a change in schedule to me, it, it wouldn't really it wouldn't matter. The players just wouldn't be able to go on vacation during the summer. They would have to do it like, you know, like NASCAR does, I guess, because that's basically a NASCAR schedule. They're done in December and they come back like after the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, so, you know, their vacation time would be during the winter, which, you know, a lot of people want to go to warm places during the winter anyway. Um, but also that's me thinking about like the Northern hemisphere, not so much the Southern, but, uh, yeah, that's just another thing that I read that people was trying to do. Um, something that again will justify the, uh, the world cup and how it was changed from a summer to a winter. So I don't know, I guess we'll. We'll see how that goes and see what comes out, especially as some of these leagues begin to um, to resume operations, you know, as well as, you know, how many other leagues decide not to continue for the remainder of the uh, of the 2019 2020 season. Same thing with UEFA. We have to see what's going to happen with them. Um, we already have like the the Copa America postponed till next year. The, the Euros are postponed till next year. It's affecting the women's game. Um, yeah, it, it's a mess, but we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what, uh, what, what comes. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, um, let me take a quick break and I will be back shortly. Um, so yeah, I really don't have anything else to talk about um football wise um i have started this new series on uh, netflix um it's called we i think it's we are champions and it's basically talking about you know a bunch of different national teams winning the world cup um it's pretty good check it out i've only seen like two episodes i didn't start from the beginning i kind of jumped around i watched the uh the germany episode and i watched the french episode um but they're, they're pretty good with the germany and france episode 
So I would definitely recommend that. Recommend you guys check that out if you get a chance or if you're you know looking for something to watch. Um, let's see what else have I been doing? Playing a lot of FIFA. Um, I mentioned on the last episode that I had a career mode going on with uh, Sunderland. Um, I ended up winning the Champions League barely. Um, so I've ended that one and I've started a new one. Um, started coaching um, Atletico Mineira in Brazil. Um, played a few, you know, matches with that, and then I decided to move to the Japanese league, which is where I'm playing at now, with uh, Vissel Kobe, only because they have Iniesta on there, but he's going to be retiring at the end of the season. So, yeah, I take my career mode pretty seriously. So, um, I've also been playing, you know, I played a couple of games against Joao from uh, Soccer Stupid, um, and I think I finally, I have a <laughs> formula now. <laughs> For beating him, I think I know I know how to do it now. I know how to how to play against him. He's he's pretty good. He doesn't think he's good, um, but uh, definitely his defense is ridiculous. But like he, I mean I don't know. He seems to always get in the passing lanes and like you know intercept the ball from me. I don't know how he does it, but um, but yeah. But I finally figured out like how to uh, to counter it. So I played him yesterday. It was uh, he played his PSG. I used Man City. And um, I ended up winning that game, I think, 4-1. I gave up a penalty. Um, he took Neymar against Ederson, and he just made me look stupid on that. But, um, yeah, final score was 4-1, but it should he probably should have beat me, like, like 6-4. Uh, but Ederson was just ridiculous. He stopped everything that, that Mbappe, um, every shot Mbappe took. So it was a really good game. He didn't think it was a good game, uh, but only because he lost. But it was only because Ederson played so well for me. But... Um, as I mentioned before, you know, I'll put, I'll put my PSN ID number or, uh, username in the show notes. So you guys can send me a request. Um, Louie from soccer stupid. He also, he sent me an, an invitation like I don't know, last week sometime. I accepted him as a friend, but I think he wanted to play, but I think he sent it too late. You know, he's like two hours behind me, but Louie, if you're listening, you know, next time you see me on there, just send me send me an invite to play and we'll uh we'll get it on so you can so you can beat my ass uh, i gotta learn how he plays now too so that i can figure him out and uh you know hopefully win a game against him so um but yeah other than that i have not i really don't have much to do i really don't even have much to do at work to be honest i'm teleworking and i'm just constantly trying to find something to do that's why i'm looking forward to going back into my office and hopefully that'll happen sooner rather than later. Um, I also started the series Narcos, which, you know, I'm, I know I'm behind the curve. I know people have, you know, watched that years ago. But I finally just started watching it, and I'm hooked. Like, everybody knows the story of uh, Escobar. But, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's a great show. It's a, it's a lot better than I than I thought it was going to be. I guess I had, like, this, this weird... Um, interpretation not interpretation but I had this weird feeling about how it was going to be how they were going to film it it was going to be like everything else but the show is actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be it's 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 great so after this after Narcos um I will rewatch Dark if you have not watched Dark on Netflix it's probably one of the best series on Netflix by far yes it's German uh, but you know if you don't speak German um you can you know, put the English on, or you can watch it with German, um, in German with uh, English subtitles, but it is, to me, it's an amazing show. It's confusing, 
like you, you're probably gonna have to take notes <laughs> my wife is re-watching it again right now uh, with my daughter and she is like <laughs> I'm sending her all these links to like reddit where people are explaining stuff and you know it's still confusing but last night we had a conversation where she's talking about you know I didn't catch this the last time that I watched it and I think this might be her third time watching it um, you know when I watch it after Narcos it'll be my third t- third time too but she's like, oh, I didn't realize that this and this and this. And it's just crazy because it's so confusing. Like, seriously, you're going to have to write stuff down in order to to uh, to understand some of it or follow it. And if you're not writing stuff down, you're definitely going to be Googling stuff afterwards. It's that type of show. But it's it's a great show. Um, the third season should be coming out, I think, next month. And it's the third and final season. So now is the perfect time to start watching it if you haven't. Um, I know that's not, you know, football related, but... Uh, you know, we're looking for, for anything to, uh, to fill our time now, you know, so, um, I've talked about it before, I know I brought it up when I was talking to the guys from Soccer Stupid, but I think this week I'm finally going to do it, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy me some, a pair of shoes, cleats, boots, whatever you want to call them, I'm going to get me, maybe I'll get some, some shin guards, and I'm going to get a ball, and I'm finally going to actually learn some soccer stuff I'm going to learn some football stuff how to control the ball how to how to do the 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 juggling I'm going to do all that because I've never actually taken the time now I have plenty of time even though it's a billion degrees outside so I'm going to actually take the time to do that I may video some of it and put it on uh on the gram or twitter you know so you guys can laugh at me uh, so you guys can see I have no skill at all when it comes to football um None whatsoever. I've never played. You know, I played little pickup games or whatever, but um, I was always terrible because um, I literally had no skill. Um, so, you know, look out for that. I'll let you guys know when I post some of that. Or I'll, I'll post some stuff when I feel that it's it's okay. Or even, you know, maybe I'll just post it just so you guys can have something to laugh at. Uh, but yeah, I probably, I plan on doing that this week. So I found a, an old pair of, uh, well, they're a new pair of the older um like cristiano ronaldo mercurials for like 17 bucks so i'm probably gonna go pick those up and um give me a nice little ball you know and i'll and i'll practice do what i can see how long that how long that works so um but with that i'm gonna end the show i got a, a conference call coming up soon so um thank you guys for listening stay safe out there uh hit me up Instagram, Twitter, uh, and email. It'll all be in the show notes. Same thing with my uh, uh, PlayStation Network username. I'll give you guys all that. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye.